0: Welcome friends to another r slash I don't work here lady video. Do you think it's a big job to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? Why don't you try it and let me know? That said, our first story of the day is by Connect Knowledge 47. I really don't work here. At least at the time. I had just started a new job as a respiratory therapist. A few days later, I was off and got a call from the number two boss of the department. He told me there was an incident report where a patient didn't get a needed treatment. And I said I would do it. He then said would clinch the whole deal. It was dated April 7th. I told him I didn't start until April 8th. That ended the conversation. Yep, I got written up the day before I worked at that hospital. Now that I write this, I wonder how I managed to stick around for 35 years. Well based on this logic, maybe a good way to stick around for 35 years is say, okay well I don't start till April 8th so maybe we could schedule this for April 7th, 2056 somewhere around there, then boom you got 35 years of job security right there. If you found yourself in a situation like this and there was somebody you could probably put some kind of complaint into, would that be the first thing you try to do considering you literally don't start there till the very next day after? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next stories by Ambitious Diamond 388 happened twice this weekend. I'm literally at Universal Orlando Resort. It's important to note every single employee wears a themed outfit based on where they're working, and with name tags. First time I was wearing a hoodie and joggers, and this lady walks up to me and is like, Hi, I have a question. And I'm just looking at her and she stands there for a second, then goes, Oh wait, you don't work here, do you? Nah, fam. Second time just happened and it's much weirder. I just paid for my lunch at NBC Sports Grill, and everyone's wearing black and gold NBC gear t-shirts or track jackets and a name tag. I'm wearing a blue Ron Swanson shirt and joggers. Dude leaving walking by basically stops me and says, thanks for everything, have a nice day. I was like, maybe he was just being nice, but then I was like, but why did he thank me? I'm assuming it has everything to do with my face and not what I'm wearing. I wonder if OP's wearing a mask. If OP's wearing a mask that might be similar to like what a lot of employees wear or something like that, and this being in Orlando, maybe there could be some weird stuff revolving around that or like OP said, I guess they're saying their face, I don't know, maybe some people just do have that look or that aura. Our next story is by personal throwaway 46 I'm just here to play drums. So I'm a musician, I was playing a gig at a bar, it's a casual bar in a city so I was dressed to look good, but I wasn't wearing a tie or anything, it's casual. A friend of mine showed up and during the set break we both went outside to smoke and we're standing at the side of the entrance. We're hanging out chatting and then this group shows up and I make eye contact with the woman leading them. She's walking towards me and pulls her wallet out then hands me her ID. My friend and I glance at each other and then back to her. I don't know about this miss, this looks fake to me. She's completely dismayed. No, I swear it's real, it's just a really old picture and I wasn't having a good day that day. Takes the heaviest sigh. I swear it's real. My friend and I glance back at each other. We give each other a nod in agreement. So I turn back to her while all her friends are uncertain if their night plans are about to change. I'm just here to play drums, but thanks for sharing this with me. Reads her name on the ID. Jane Smith. Then I proceed to give her the ID. She asks, so I can go in? Yeah, sure. Why would I care? They say, are you not the doorman? I say, nah, I'm just here to play those drums over there. Points inside. I'm playing a gig here tonight, so I'm just on break. Her friends lost it. She realized what just happened, started apologizing, and I told her it was totally fine and that I got a good laugh out of it. They all hung out for the music and tipped the band graciously. After the gig, we had another good laugh and went our separate ways. To be fair, although the lady is at fault for this technically, OP was standing right by the door looking dressed up, so... I feel like OP's still partly responsible. This is like the most understandable confusion I've probably heard in a while. This next story is by Flying Mint Bunny. At least she apologized. This happened yesterday at a grocery store. I was on my lunch break, quickly grabbing some food I could purchase, and headed to the self checkout because it was faster than waiting in line, as it was about 8 p.m. I literally was about to pay when the lady next to me asked me where she should place the small shopping basket. I didn't get a chance to answer before she realized I didn't work there and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you worked here, tapped my shoulder and left. I don't know where she put that basket, but I made eye contact with the actual worker for the self-checkout on the other side watching and busted out laughing. I think it was the look on my face, well, my eyes because I wore a mask, that told her I didn't work there and had no idea. Either way, I think it was nice she apologized and moved on. OP should be counting their lucky stars that they're in this subreddit and they were able to say she apologized and moved on. Many a people would not have had such a pleasant experience I should say. This next story is by Chels the Grinch. This one was actually understandable. I used to work at the place where you build your own furry friend. It was during the summer and another store in the mall was having a sale on flip flops. Me and a co-worker went to the store while we had a slow time at work to try and get some flip flops. We didn't think to take our work aprons or name tags off and after being in the store for a few minutes, a little girl around the age of 7 walked up to us and started asking a question. We felt so bad when we had to tell her that we didn't work there. Poor girl was probably so confused. We wore blue aprons and the employees of the store also wore a very similar blue. If it had been an adult, they probably would have thought we were lying. See, now this is where I don't necessarily agree with OP, they said, if it had been an adult, they probably would have thought we were lying. But I maintain that if you tell somebody, you don't work in a certain place, and they come back with you with, no, you're lying, you do work here. That is not an adult, that's a well overgrown child. Our next story is by Lil artemis 92 my first encounter. Just had my first IRL, I don't work here lady, and wanted to post about it. I was shopping at Walmart and was putting something in my cart and crossing it off my grocery list when a woman I didn't know came up and asked me about a Parmesan cheese, which I don't particularly like and have never bought. I was a little confused and just looked at her wide-eyed, not entirely sure what to say. I finally shrugged and said, I don't know, I don't work here. That's when she noticed I was wearing a forest green shirt and black yoga pants, so definitely not the Walmart uniform. And she stepped back embarrassed and apologized we both shared a laugh and went our separate ways it wasn't nearly as dramatic as some of the stories i've seen on here but it was the first time i was ever mistaken for an employee and i wanted to share it with you all because we could all use the laugh please op please tell them about the parmesan cheese that's all they need help with they just need to know if that parmesan cheese is tasty Also, can I say, what's with the surprisingly high amount of good encounters here going on today? We've been on a roll of good luck here today. Our next story is by Z5895, a nice little encounter. I, male19, was at my favorite local pizza joint at the counter, waiting to pick up and pay for my order for my girlfriend, 21, for us to enjoy at our shared apartment. I was wearing a black camouflage Nike hoodie, grey sweatpants, and yellow-slash-black Adidas shoes. Not the average pizzeria worker attire, but I digress. I see a woman with a toddler around the age of 2 or 3 approaching the door, but she's having trouble with getting the door open. So I walk over to the door and held it open for her. She said thanks to me. Then I close the door, I turned around to see her looking at me before she starts asking about the specials of the day. I put my hands up to signal to her to slow down and stop, which works to my surprise. I tell her I didn't work there and her eyes widened a bit before she started frantically apologizing. I told her it was fine and that it happens a lot more than you'd expect, it actually does happen a lot to me. The two of us then had a laugh about the small incident when I had noticed that her daughter was eyeing up the gumball machine, so I gave the mother a quarter when she told her daughter they would have to do it another time. I told her to enjoy her evening before grabbing my pizza and leaving the pizza joint. And that's my story for being mistaken for a pizzeria worker. Man, I wish as a kid that the not-pizzeria-worker pizzeria worker would hand my mom a quarter so I could go get a gumball. As a kid, whenever I went anywhere that had an arcade machine or a gumball machine or a claw machine, I was always obsessed with that kind of stuff, but sadly it was pretty rare that I actually got to play around on those. Or got a gumball. This next story is by Gazba, complimenting the food lady on her songs years ago i went to a show with russian music folk songs and such the whole theater was somewhat russian themed so there was also a russian food stand staffed by a middle-aged blonde lady one of the performers was another blonde middle-aged lady great show good songs after the show my mother-in-law walked up to the food lady and said that was a nice show they say okay followed by some questions about the show and the songs and the question marks growing on the forehead of the food lady In the meantime, I see my father-in-law walking backwards, stating mother-in-law is being mother-in-law again, and made a wrong identification. Getting out of harm's way, I guess. Finally, it clicked with food lady who said to mother-in-law that she didn't perform, only sells food. Mother-in-law, slowly realizing her mistake, mumbled some apology and had no other option than to buy some food from her. In the car back home, mother-in-law was reluctant to talk, fueled by our snickering. She gave us the food she unintentionally bought. We had some lovely Russian snacks. Mother-in-law is prone to such gaffes. Apparently, OP clarified that their mother-in-law just kind of, I don't know, makes these weird assumptions, just goes on these whims. I feel like we all do have those kinds of moments from time to time, but to me, I always connect that kind of thinking with childhood things where... You see some machine or structure or whatever, and you just get in your child's mind that there's a specific way it must work. Like, as a 4 or 5 year old kid, for some reason I was convinced that on Halloween schools would give out candy if you went there. It makes no sense, but it was just one of those assumptions I had about how things work. And our final story of the day is by Derek L. 1963 She didn't work there, but she saved my bacon. A Thanksgiving memory and a wholesome I don't work here lady. Some years back, we held a family reunion outside of Nashville. Now my family isn't from anywhere near there, but it was convenient for the Ohio, North Carolina, and Florida branches of the family. Plus, my cousin managed the campground and got us a screaming good deal on the cabins since it was off-season. But it wasn't really convenient for my wife and I. We live on the shores of the Puget Sound. Everyone else could and did drive, but we obviously had to fly. Again, thanks to my cousin, we were able to arrive early and leave late. By flying in on the Friday before and out on the Monday after, we didn't have to fly on the holiday weekends or during the holiday week and saved literally 80% on the cost of our tickets. Plus, we got some time free of family commitments and got to do some geocaching and I got to visit Johnny Cash's grave. So it's the Monday before Thanksgiving and we're hanging out with a couple of cousins who came in Sunday. Most everyone's coming in on Monday, and I wanted to be there when they got there. Living on the other side of the country, I don't get to see my family as much as I'd like. And my phone rings. It's my mom. She's somewhere in the boonies of North Georgia, and she wants me to go to the grocery store and buy apples, so she can make apple pies for Thanksgiving. I say, Mom, why didn't you just get apples in Florida? She says, because they'll be fresher if you buy them in Nashville. I say, no, mom, they won't be. They all come out of the same warehouse and they've probably been there since last year. A day or two, one way or the other, won't make a difference. Not that I said this out loud, mind you. It wouldn't have accomplished anything and I'd still have to go buy the darn apples. So, me and one of the cousins head out to the local Mega Mart, and when we get there, I realized we have a capital P problem. I'm not a baker, neither is my cousin. A quick phone call informs us that nobody hanging out of the campground is either. Calling my mom back gets a really helpful answer, oh just get any pie apple, it doesn't matter. Dang, now what? I steer myself to ask one of the clerks, and in my experience, that's rolling the dice. They might know, they might not. They might be able to help you, or they might BS you. When suddenly an angel appeared before me. They're an endangered species nowadays, but they're still out there the lady who's been baking since she was old enough to stand unassisted and help her grandma. And if you're a southerner above a certain age, you can easily recognize them. I hadn't lived in the South in 20 years plus, but I still know how to do this thing. I braced myself, put on my best manners, a crestfallen look, and threw myself on the mercy of the court. Ma'am, I hate to be a bother, but I have a problem and I'd sure appreciate your help. She says, oh honey, sure, what can I do for you? I explained the matter and the angel grabbed my cart and dragged me over to the display of apples. After a brief discourse on the virtues and vices of each kind, she asked what kind of apple pie mom was baking. Darned if I knew, though I put it much more politely and self-effacing than that. They say, well then, just get some of these and some of those and a few of those others and you should be fine. Don't worry, just tell your mom that, name I've forgotten, said everything will turn out just fine. Her assumption that mom didn't know either was probably valid. Mom was a good cook and a good baker, but the only pies I ever remembered her cooking were pumpkin and Boston cream. Boston cream was my favorite growing up and the one she made me some years later turned out to be the last thing she ever baked for me, but that's a story for a different time and place. So I bought some of these and some of those and a few of those others and hoped for the best. When I handed the bags to my mom, her only comment was, thanks, these are perfect, so I don't know. Either way, the pies turned out wonderful, and Thanksgiving Day was, by some miracle, 72 degrees, sunny and clear as heck. We set up a buffet on the lawn and ate under the trees, and, by God, I had two slices of that pie. When we were cleaning up, there was half of one left, and I put it in the fridge in my cabin for breakfast the next morning. Mom gave me a scowl as I was making off with it, but she owed me both for the errand and for giving away almost an entire fifth of my Jack Daniels. This was definitely a right place at the right time kind of moment. OP is in such a dire need to figure out what kind of apples, and they stumble into one of the nicest ladies that have been cooking forever, and not only that, but were willing enough to just take them aside and give them a lecture on what apples are good for what. It was a great story, but with that being said, that's all the time we have for today.